Yes, that is the sound of a champagne cork being popped, because today is a very special day at More Than A Few Words as we celebrate 10 years of marketing conversations for business owners. Well, if the truth be told, we're probably drinking beer and not champagne here at the Peg. But either way, it's been a fun ride. And I sat down with Sam Von Tobel to talk a little bit about where we've been and where we're going. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And I have said those same words almost 500 times at the beginning of every episode of More Than A Few Words since we started exactly 10 years ago today. Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you, Sam. Welcome. Thanks for joining me to celebrate. Of course. Where else would I rather be than celebrating... uh... More than a few words birthday. Okay, I love you dearly, but you're <laughs> lying. I can think of a dozen places. Many of, well, many of them might also include that glass of champagne. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but thank you for, for sitting in and joining me on a little bit of a retrospective and maybe a little bit of a look forward as to where we're going next. Yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride for you. Now, I, I've, I have always wondered this. Mm-hmm. Where did the name More Than A Few Words come from? Because I mean, it's, it's such a great name. Where did it come from? My first blog, before there was ever a podcast in my head, my first blog was called More Than A Few Words. My mother said I was born talking and that I always had something to say. And there were just, there was always more words than any human being really needed. And it just sort of fit. When I rolled the More Than A Few Words blog into the Round Peg blog, I kind of merged them. I loved the name and I really didn't know what to do with it. So I just kind of held on to it. And when we started down this whole podcast path, I was like, I have a name. So once once you kind of got that well, I guess let's take a step back. What got the ball rolling? I wish that I could say it was my brilliant idea. It wasn't. <laughs> I actually had an intern who, uh, Neil Chagra, and he was with me for one semester, came to me and said, you know, this blogging thing is great, but I think you should do a podcast. You're good at talking. You're comfortable. I've heard some interviews that you've done on the radio. You should do a podcast. I had no idea really and truly what a podcast was. And in 2010, it actually was more like an online radio show than the format it is today. And I thought, okay, you go figure it out. He was doing it for school, so it didn't cost me anything. And off he went. And the next thing you know, more than a few words was born. Well, true to, true to the roots of being kind of like a radio show, you used to have a co-host, you used to have a call-in. <laughs> What about the old days do you miss? (laughs) And what about the old days are you glad to be rid of? So we experimented with a lot of formats. One of the ones that I still really like, and I don't do it quite as often anymore, are the just kind of off the cuff, I have a random idea and I would riff for three to five minutes. Back then I was riffing into my telephone. I might be riffing in my car, you'd have air noise. Listening to those old episodes, I don't miss the poor quality, (laughs) but I do like that idea of that kind of short soundbite. And I actually even experimented a little bit with an Alexa broadcast one minute that 
didn't really kind of take off, but I have a lot of those one-minute snippets that might make an appearance next year. Okay, well, we'll look forward to those. Then on that whole internet radio thing we were using for a while, we used Blog Talk Radio. There was a call-in number. If you if you can find those old episodes, you'll see the link to Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be on the air Wednesday at 11 o'clock. Call in. There's a reason that very few television shows or radio shows are done live. <laughs> I can imagine. There is an unpredictability. First off, having a call-in show with nobody calling in is kind of a problem. Yeah, that's a, a little sad. So... What we did to kind of create some interest is we would live tweet back when that was kind of a thing. It was kind of a blog chat before there was a Twitter chat. and um, Back when people were actually talking to each other on Twitter. (laughs) Absolutely. And so we actually had a pretty good dialogue going there. And then we would read the tweets on the air and that would kind of generate more. But I also had a couple of friends that would just call in. I could reach out to them on Wednesday and go, help. And they would call in. And they always had a different name when they called in. We also did some shows where we invited people in. So we were still broadcasting live. They'd be here. And there was this one episode. God love Leland McNally. Um, (laughs) He had a friend of his come and stand on the front lawn and occupy Round Peg. It was back in the Occupy Wall Street days. Oh, jeez. What I would pay to be there for that. <laughs> well, you can listen to the episode. We have, over the next few weeks, we're going to share links to lots of the episodes in our archives, including that one. We did that and then figured out that live was really not the way to go. We started inviting guests and pre-recording them, and it was much better. Yeah, you get a little more control over the editing and the uh, occupiers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, we were still sort of locked into that 30-minute format. And I think there was this moment where we figured out we didn't have to fill a required amount of airtime. And it was hugely liberating. Mm-hmm. You see that a lot now with a lot po- a lot of podcasts going to that short kind of bite-sized mm-hmm. uh, audio kind of listen on your way to work kind of things. Yeah. Well, and you see with a lot of podcasts just in general as the medium has matured, the show is going to be as long as it needs to be and not a minute longer. And I think that's what makes the medium so interesting. You can dive into a topic and cover it in as much detail. And when you're done, you're done. Yeah. So with 10 years of episodes (laughs) uh, in your back pocket, who would you say is the most entertaining guest you've ever had? Oh, my goodness. I know I'm going to offend half a dozen people. But I, I I have a few. I would say... When Hazel Walker was working on her book, Networking and Sex, It's Not What You Think, we had some wonderful conversations. And we did one that was Hazel in the office with Allison, who was my co-host, and Jay Mattingly, who was feeling very uncomfortable in a room full of three women talking about (laughs) networking and sex. And I loved that. I don't even remember what Aaron Anderson, Aaron Couch and I talked about, all I can remember, and I have to find the episode, is there's about 10 minutes of just laughing. Because we were just having so much fun. That was cool. Jay Mattingly's comparison of Ninja Turtles, the disc profiles, was definitely groundbreaking research. 
Yeah, real groundbreaking, real scientific uh, breakthroughs there. Yeah, and I think I miss having a regular co-host. Allison and I, when Allison Carter was at Round Peg, she and I had a really good rhythm. We just would snap back and forth because that was how we talked to each other. And I think a lot of that came through. And I love doing the interviews with the different members of the Round Peg team, but it's not that same kind of conversation because we're not doing it every single week. Right, right. We did one on uh, social media at 25 and 50. And because there was this perception that social media was a young person's game. And our take on it was that we approached social media differently, but that there was very definitely uh, things that each one of us brought to the table. And I think that was one of my favorite episodes. Awesome. Well, happy 10 years, of course. What are you looking forward to in the next next 10? Oh, my God. I am really looking forward to more international guests. We, I've gotten connected to a podcasting community. I've done a bunch of conversations with folks from Australia and Beidos and England. And I'm really looking forward to kind of more of that international perspective, as well as just some comfortable conversations with old friends from around the neighborhood and letting them drop in. Yeah, that's always good. You don't, you don't always need all that. Sometimes you just need your neighbors. Absolutely. Sam, thanks so much for dropping by. Of course. Thanks for having me. So this is 10 years and there's a ton of episodes. Hop over to more than a few words and scroll back in the timeline and find your favorites. Listen to more than one because they're short. And be sure to come back next week and the week after and the week after that. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.